So you're not you're not lying at your I'm like, no, you got me. Yeah, I was speeding. And he's like, listen, I'm going to do you a favor because I should be taking you to jail. I'm going to ticket you for going 10 miles over. Oh, wow. And I'm like, thank God. And he goes, only because I didn't think a Dodge and Trump could go 103 miles an hour. Right, Seth, we it hasn't been too long, but we both had like a bunch of cool stuff going on. Why don't we start with you? Um, well, I mean, I, I finally was on set uh, for a project called Malila, which is pretty cool. Um, it's kind of a, a mishmash of a, like a like a like a teenager party type vibe mixed with uh, a bunch of like Hindu uh, spiritual um, prophet prophesies and, and oh, a bunch wow. of whatnot. I just, it's, a, it's actually supposed to be a trilogy. Um, I said a short, a short part in this first, uh, this first step, this first part of the series. Um, but according to the director's a good friend of mine, uh, my, I come into play more in the next, the next series which with the next episode, which is cool. Um, I've had a bunch of auditions. Um, haven't got, haven't heard anything, but that's kind of how it goes. No, this was this it. something other than the dead guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, the only thing yeah. you told me before was that you were going to play a dead guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, uh, yeah, that's that. And actually that's pretty, that's one of those things like you, you audition, you forget about it. And the, the, the girl sends me a, a, an email and she's like, Hey, so you actually look exactly like the guy who this is about. It's just that he gets killed. I'm like, okay, cool. And you always want to, I mean, you always want to support, you want to support others in your, in your field and in your craft. Um, however you can. And I mean, this it's <clears throat> like, yeah, I'll do it. Not, not a big deal. It'll be it'll be a good time. Man, so that'll that... be fun. And I I had a couple of others. Um, and then oh god, what else? Oh, I had a I had a CMP exam on Monday. That was not. It was good, but actually, it's probably one of the better CMP exams I've ever had. What do you mean by uh, CMP? CMP compensation and pension. Oh, okay. The, the VA. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. It's been it's been a while since I've had a. The CNP exam that uh, uh, they didn't call me a liar or try to try to figure out what I if I was making things up or not. So yeah, I've had some. You know what I've said to a lot of people recently is like the VA was as bad, if not worse, as everybody said it was. Yeah, but in the past three to five years, depending on your region, it's gotten way better. And today, I don't know. I've it's it seems to be a lot better everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean like and it what a lot of people don't understand is there's two sides to the VA. There's like the medical side and the benefit side, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say ninety percent of the complaints are with the benefit side. <laughs> just how just how 
Because I mean, it's, you have to the the hoops you got to jump through. I've never had any issues with the medical with the medical side of the house. They were always very very helpful and very you know timely with with the stuff. So you know it. That, it would be hard for me to discern, and I think this actually leads right into the topic, mm-hmm. is that it at the time, like any type of mishap or misfortune or or like hoops I had to jump through with, whether it's the VA or some other, you know, university, college, or yep. employment, or anything like that that I think about in the past, was it really them or was it just how I was perceiving the situation? Like I deserved better or like, how dare they? I don't know. And yeah, kind of like that self-deception. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. It's, it, it, it almost has like a third side to it sometimes. Yeah, it, it really does. It really does. And it's, and it's funny that you uh, that you mentioned like how this is a segue. That's how exact. That's exactly how I, I was I was thinking about setting this up is using <laughs> it as, as a segue to uh, to start the conversation. But yeah, it's it's funny, um, you know. And it's you, you see like with the VA and a bunch of other organizations, even schools, you know, when they come through a lot of uh, a lot of issues, you know, they're 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 having a lot of issues. What's one of the things that that ends up happening? Whoever who's ever in charge of it get sacked, get sent away and they bring somebody else in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the the thing that doesn't change is the people going to it, you know? Sure. That's, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but um, uh, where should we begin? <laughs> no, no, this is, this is exactly what I was talking about. Okay. Like that, that third side of self-deception, I think is really what I wanted to just jump right into. Cause I, I almost catch myself in it every day Yeah, where like you already, or for me, I already feel like I'm constantly trying to look inward, right? Or I'm at least trying to be conscious of the moment and then if I am behaving in a way or thinking in a way that doesn't bring me balance, then I try to understand why, right? But the I think, so that's the two sides, right? But then the third side is like the self-deception where you can confuse yourself or even, yeah, it's 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 hard. Even listen to like, like you've already you've already you've looked inside. You've said, okay, this is the reason that I behave this way. It's really how I was, you know, reacting to the moment. But then, like, is that actually you know you've you've identified the reaction that you want to have, but is the one that you want to have actually your true self? Or is that something that is programmed or part of society or somebody else's projection of how they want you to be? It's so well, you know, let, let's, let's, let's break it down a little more simple. 
for for people like me. <laughs> um, I know. So let's think of uh, so here we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll, make, we'll we'll set up an illustration. Mm-hmm. Chad is going to work. Yeah. Right. And you're going to go, you and your buddy, whoever, you're going to go work for a customer or you're going to work for somebody and you, you know, they've been difficult in the past. You know, they nitpick, they do all sorts of, they do all (laughs) sorts of, of whatnot. Right. Yeah. And you say, so you say to yourself, you know what, Chad, I know this person's going to do that. So I am going to you know, make sure that I am, I am on my level playing field. I'm, I'm level. I'm balanced. I, you know, I'm putting out the good vibes and you show up. Right. And you think everything's going to be hunky dory. Everything's going to be great. Right. Yeah. But let hypothetically think about this. Think about how you've already set yourself up for what's going to happen. Right. Okay. Because you've taken that person, you know, based off of your previous experiences with them, that they are difficult, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're already putting them in that spot, in that space. And when you put them in that space, you put yourself into a space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like so, this. So, so when you say there's a third, a third party to this, I, I would like, I would, you know, like to, I would submit to you that there isn't, it's one party to it. Everything is, everything is reacting to what you're doing. Well, here's my, like, here's my definition of that third party though. Right. Is like, is all your, your previous experiences and, you know, and emotions and everything else behind you that is causing you to react in a way that isn't of your truest self, I guess. Like you have, maybe you, you have been addicted to social media for 10 years. And so that is definitely going to have an impact on how you think about reality. That's the third party. Social media is reality. Yeah, but that's the <laughs> that's the like the, the third party that pulls you away well, yeah. from your true self, I guess. That's that's what I was saying. But yeah, totally and I get your point too where you're saying because you do whenever you're one-on-one with somebody, it's you you put on yourself for that person and the role right. that you're playing particularly like when you're playing a you know a role as a as a a worker you right. know whatever it is um and whether you're subordinate or you know superior to the person you're talking to but that's what i've been like really trying to get away from right and i consciously think about like how how would you feel if, you know, like Secret Service showed up and Joe Biden wanted to smoke a joint in your living room with you? You know, you'd be freaking nervous and you would have like, you would put on this whole like act that isn't you, right? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I lost your audio. 
Speak up. I think it cuts out harder. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. When, okay. When, yeah. when you go off, you just got to come back hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So obviously that is, that's a, the extreme. That's, a, that's the extreme. That's, extreme. that's a hype. That's a, that's a, that's a hypothetical situation, but no, I mean, yeah, anybody would put up a, you know, put up a, a front. You so wouldn't even be, know which one to put up at that know. point. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. even know what to put up. Um, but you know, if you, you bring it back down to you bring it back down here to like uh, the real world, like what would like something that would really happen. Um, everybody says, ideally, you know, I would, I would like to stay, I would like to stay myself. Yeah. And I mean, we all, and it's, and it's, it's a, it's, it is a, a constant um, battle to be Chad, to be like, I, you know, in the, in the, in the acting world, like anytime I look at something or I think about things, the, the first thing I have to say to myself is always be Seth, always be Seth. Wow. Because the reason being is, um, and it's, you know, such a perfect example. Like you look at, you know, like if you're watching your favorite TV show, or your favorite movie or your favorite, whatever. And you see these characters and, you know, a guy can come storming into a room and he's automatically in control. And he starts saying, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that. And everybody just says, okay, we're going to, this is going to happen. Yeah. That doesn't happen. There's always going to be that one person that's like, Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I don't think so. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. But like, where am I going with that? Um, it's, it's a constant, constant battle within yourself to say, "Hey, I, I, no matter what is going on, I, I always want to be my true self." In that, though, kind of lies where you might, you know, where the self deception comes in. Okay, but there's something. There's another. Um aspect of human nature i think Mm -hmm. that we have to throw in here that where if you're in another environment around other people you tend to act and behave say things that you know are going to make the other person like you or make or show that you have something in common with them right and at the same time I don't know. I've been some places and I know that I've I've just like maybe agreed with some people on things and then I've thought about it later. Nothing harsh, nothing crazy, yeah, yeah. you know. I can honestly I can't even think of it at the top of my head what I was thinking, but like just and I even do it with the podcast. I will I'll go back and listen. I'll be like, "Do I really mean that? Do I really I don't know if I really believe what I just said there. Like I am I'm willing to change my mind." all the time and uh yeah i think that's that part of human nature is hard to it's hard to overcome in the moment for me for me it has been recently um but i have been much more observant of it um yeah yeah i went I went to uh, my 20-year high school reunion last weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Jeez. Yeah, mine should be coming up in a couple of years. But yeah, a couple of years. But yeah, that's um it's you you bring up the point like you say things in order to you know, so you know, to to be able to identify with somebody or to you know to to find that common ground or to to you know to get somebody to maybe like you know, I I don't want to you know Yeah. You like, want how you know, to uh, what is it like why is that make friends and that? or what's the book? The old make friends and yeah, make friends and and uh and something influence, something influence or something. yeah, something with influence. But like why why do why do you do that? Um prestige? Uh acceptance okay. or maybe uh I know a lot of times that I I don't know. Well, this is kind of on the other side where like I want people to agree with some of my ideas or my behaviors to justify them. So would you, would you consider that an obstacle to overcome? I don't know, but it, because at the same time, I, it keeps me curious because, right. because it's, it's almost like I'm not just doing it for myself, you know? Are you, are you, are you sure? No, there's a part of me that really wants to help other humans. Right, right. But what I'm saying is... Am I deceiving myself here? <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I'm right? trying to. When you when you when you when you're talking with somebody, right? So when you're you're having you're having a discussion about anything and and they're you know, they, they're coming from you know the complete opposite direction of you and you're trying to get them to understand are you perceiving them? and their point as like an obstacle to overcome. Oh, that's good, man. Right? Um are you see cuz no, well, okay, that is, does happen. Like, let's come back to that. Let's put a pin in mm-hmm. that. But what yeah. I was what I was talking about was like I search, I find a new thing. Like I think I've talked about my stupid grounding sheet on my bed which plugs into the ground on the wall. So like, it's like I'm sleeping on the earth. Right. 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 Yeah, I do. I did find like the cool benefits for me, but there's like a part of me that wants to proselytize that to justify it, you know? Um, But there's so many freaking things that I do like that, that I'm beyond trying to, you know, Rowdy Rowdy Piper beat you in the alley and put the sunglasses on your face anymore. Um, that's a they live reference. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, I mean, but see, even even that even that thought process though, it's like you're thinking. It's like you're telling you you you. So you're telling me about these benefits of of the of the ground blanket, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting here listening to you, but. For some reason, you're not getting the the feeling like I'm understanding you or even thinking that you're... No, it would be like my... Like, it would feel so fucking good 
to me, you have no idea if anybody that I knew bought one of these fucking sheets and was like, hey, Chad, I've been sleeping on one of these sheets for like a week and it's amazing. Do you know what that would do to me? Like, that would elevate me to the sky. And that's what it is. But I'm to the point now where I can't, I have so many of these things that like, I can't, I can't hope that people are going to do any of it anymore. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Because uh, it mean, doesn't, because it, cause, I don't know, because it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. I mean, like, even, I, my, even myself with podcasts, like, yeah. I think the biggest resource for expanding your podcast is into the group of people that haven't ever listened to a podcast before, right? Yeah. The untapped market. Instead of right. trying to get into somebody's top six, because that's where you right. have to get, and and uh, God, where was I going? So, what was I saying before the podcast? I can't even do. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, TBI. So, and I, that that's an excuse. I think uh, you're talking about. I mean, how you find you 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 get a lot of enjoyment out of like somebody coming back and saying, Hey, something that you mentioned has benefited me as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that was my point. Okay. So then the thing that we put a pin in though was that looking at, yeah, I call it looking at people as obstacles. Yeah. To overcome. Right. Exactly. Like we'll go use your point. Um, you you don't feel it's worth anymore telling people anything, telling people things um, to think of, you know, be, you know, because you have so much of it, even though it, you get enjoyment, fulfillment out of somebody coming back and saying, hey, you know, the ground blanket, the ground sheet, which to me sounds like an awesome idea, some I'd love to try, but I have two large dogs that would tear it up. Um, no, it's just a flat sheet that goes on the bottom and then you put your blanket over top of it. You lay on yeah, top I a, of it. I have, a, I have a 130 pound American bulldog. Oh, okay. He would, he would tear, he would, if you give him a BB, he would tear it apart. Okay. He just does. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, you think you, if you, if you think people are tired of hearing it, I mean, like, again, that's like, you kind of putting them in that spot. No, it's not that. And I don't think, and I'm not going to, and I don't think I'll stop, you know? No, no. And, um, I've found myself my whole life, like drifting back and forth between like, I don't know, like cycles of, of what I currently enjoy. Like obviously during the hunting season, I I like to be in the woods. Uh, It's the summer right now. And I, like to be outside with the kids. We did all kinds of fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it yeah, like, so you're like 99% of, well, probably like 99% of everybody else who goes through seasons of enjoying stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Football season's coming up. I'm going to enjoy that wrestling seasons after that, which I'm really going to enjoy. And then I got to figure out something for spring. So Turkey hunting. Well, no, I, I, I yeah, try it. Yeah, I, actually, that's something I want to get into. But I mean, it's like um, we we kind of 
especially when it comes to and what made me think about this is like like the content of of your of your your podcast you know and then also talking with a few other guests that you've had some of the first things that they that they that they say is like i bet you think i'm absolutely absolutely crazy Oh, I don't care anymore. Me or you? No, 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 no. Like the the person, like the person you've had. Oh, right? sure. And, and it's like, and and so when I, and you know, when they, of course, when people say that, you know, jokingly, you know, you'll respond like maybe I well I will say I jokingly respond with well I know you are so what's the what's the difference but anyway, um. It's that kind of thinking where, like, if you, like, if you, you, like, if I say, hey, Chad, I bet you think I'm crazy, I'm putting you in a spot, which then puts me into a spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can't, you, you think about it as, a, as putting yourself into, like, a shoebox or, like, a closet or, or a cupboard or, or some sort of container. Mm-hmm. And you can't get out because you put yourself there and that's where you're going to be. Yeah. I don't like being right? in a box, man. No, no. So it's when, and you know, this is something that, you know, I would love to say like, I never do this, but it's, it is a, it is a, you know, that's cause we, we talk about, you know, um, constant self-improvement. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lifelong journey. Like you're never gonna you're never you're never gonna get to be where you want to be in a short period of time. It's very it's it's very it's it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right? Yeah. So and it's and I bring this up because um, one thing that has helped me throughout my my life thus far when it comes to, uh, you know, being dealing, you know, talking with people, learning about, you know, other people is not, is I try, you know, I put a good effort into coming into something without any sort of preconceived notions, without any sort of, um, you know, bringing like something from a previous experience even though I just talked about, you know, at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I see. I try to do it with, I'll, I'll not, I'll, instead of having any, I'll try and put like the best, best case scenario onto it. Right, right, um, right. Or this is what I try to do is I put no expectations on anything and I'm just there clean slate. Just knowing everything is perfect the way it is. No, that's the, I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how it's going to go. Everything is gonna, perfect. Exactly the way it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I feel like we have a bad habit of deceiving ourselves when it comes to how we you know, put ourselves out there. I know what you're saying. And I've, you've made me think about a deeper part of this where I have been 
saying often now for a little while now, or at least, you know, trying my best not to tell others like what they are or this should make you the, you should be happy with this, you know, like, or you're this, or you, you, you know, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like any kind of label other than, you know, the first name. Um, and that's easy. That's so much easier than any kind of them pronouns. Let's just go with first names. There you go. (laughs) That's fine. No, I, 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 I agree. (laughs) You know, especially now, especially now it's, it's, you know, people are so, so attached to titles. Yeah. But hold on, hold on one second. Cause I wasn't done with that, that part. Yeah. So the second part of that is, it's so like, because I've been the part that you made me think about though, is cause that's like an outward thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to receive anybody telling me what I should be or how I should be or what should make me happy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I don't want to project that out onto anybody. But what you made me think about was like how I do it mentally. And I haven't noticed like, cause I, Cause I'm thinking about people at work. Obviously you, you like, you, you probably saw me grinning. Like you were given that example of, you know, somebody that's real picky and yet, or, you know, they are what they are. And, um, when I say in my mind, this guy is picky or this guy is, you know, inattentive, <laughs> That's probably a, that's probably even a better, that's a, that's a bigger problem than, than people that are picky. I'd rather have somebody yep. picky than somebody that's inattentive. Yep. Um, so let's see, you know, but as soon as I say that in my mind, I'm not projecting that out. Like I've been saying, like, I'm not going to tell that guy he's that, but I've been doing it in my head. And then when I do that in my head, I am putting myself, like you said, in a box you mother hold on oh how convenient <laughs> anyway you know and and it's 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 so funny like you know you 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 look at you, you look at a lot of like the like the motivational speakers, the ones that are like always saying yes, 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 and you know they're like, you know they'll tell you, you know, attitude is everything. Attitude is everything, and it is, but it's also not because I mean your attitude really, yeah, your attitude will affect how you how you perform. Like if you go to work, you know, tomorrow morning, and you're like, I really just don't give a shit about anything. I don't care if the wall, you know, if I'm if I'm uh, an eighth of an inch off, yeah, but or you're, if I'm eight inches off. You're deceiving yourself, aren't you? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because you do care. It's it's your it's your job. But when you you keep telling you 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 oh, don't God. hourly say it, but you you know you have that mindset. You I mean you're? It's gonna come out. It's gonna come out, and others are gonna see it too, right? So. This is this is a uh, because um, you know I've I've been I've been a I've been a leader manager I've been in charge of workers I've been in charge of whatever and you know you know when you get into that position 
you think like, hey, you know, my workers need to be working as hard as I do. And then you get you get upset when they're not working as hard as you do, but you, you're sitting here thinking like, I don't understand why, why they're not. I mean, it's, you know, why are they not, why are they not working? as Why are they, they're, you know, they, they're just here for a paycheck and you, I don't understand. And then you think about it, it's like, wait, there, there it is. They're here for a paycheck. They don't want to do the same thing. They're, they're fine just going and moving rocks from one side of the yard to the other. They're fine with just sweeping up. They're fine with just that. They don't have the desire to. I can't be around climb. that though. I can't be around no, that. You, no, you can't. No. And I, and I, no, believe me, I, I understand that. I, I totally do. But. Yeah, that's yeah, what's getting me it's, down it's though. Is cause that, though. that shit is around it, though. It is. It is around, but you're lying to yourself when you're thinking, Hey, these guys need to work as hard as I do. No, they don't because they don't have as much invested into that as you. Yeah. You know what I'm, it's like, um, I was talking, I remember when I was younger, I was talking with, uh, uh, I was, uh, who was it? it was, uh, there's a rancher guy, a rancher that I was working for. And, um, and uh, I'm like, you know, I, I'll, I'll take off at the, you know, whenever we were done, like five thirty, five thirty six the next morning or whatever, and he'd still be working. And I'm like, why don't you just stop, man? Like, we're all done here. And he's like, he's like, I don't expect you guys to work as hard as I do because you don't have as much invested in this as I do. I I have you come and take care of stuff that I need you to take care of that I physically can't do on my own. Um, but I can't, you know, and I, he was in for a long time. I sat here and said, you know, these guys can be working as hard as me and I get mad about it. But then I realized, I realized, Hey, this isn't their life. This isn't their, this isn't their, their, their thing. They're here. They're doing me. We're doing each other a mutual favor. They're helping me out and I'm putting money in their pocket and that's as far as it goes. Man, I worked for a long time for a guy that taught me a lot, but yeah. was the opposite of that. He had Oh yeah. He had everything on the line and everybody else did too. And oh, it yeah. was like what the what for? It was so pointless to me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it, it but I did frame a lot of houses. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and that's I mean and that's and I, you know, the construction world, it's the construction world is, um, this, it's actually a really, a, a great thing to, to, to use as to, for this conversation, but it's also, also absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, the reason it's great is because, I mean, take, you know, for instance, like your, uh, the foreman, you know, the, the, the foreman of your, of your crew, Maybe it's his, yeah, it might be his company that's framing the house, building the house and stuff like that. Um, and you know, he, he expects you, he expects you to work hard while you're there. And if you're not, yeah, you're going to, you know, you better, he's going to, he's going to make you toe the line. He's going to hold you accountable. You'd hope. Um, but he, for him to put the pressure on like, Hey, 
if this doesn't happen, you're kind of shit out of luck. Like if this doesn't, if this, if this doesn't, you know, if we get this house built and nobody buys it, you're kind of shit out of luck. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's not okay because you have, you're just there to build the house. You're not there to sell it. You're not there to, you're not there to, you know, show the customers. Look at this, look at this work. That's his portion, right? That's his thing. You are meant to build the house and then move on to the next one. You don't have, you shouldn't have that level of investment in it because you're probably not going to, you're not getting paid enough to really, you know, to put in more than, to put in more than that. But at the same time though, you are part, you are part of something bigger than yourself. You're part of a crew that's building this house. You know, you want to do good work. You don't want to be stuck around guys that are just like, Hey, you know what? If the, uh, if the bottom, you know, if the bottom portion of the door is wider than the top, Meh, not a big deal. You know, actually, that is kind of a big deal. You kind of want it the other way around. You want it anyway. Actually, you really want it to be square. Honestly, you really want it to be square. But sometimes <laughs> things happen. Wood isn't wood isn't perfect unless you've got the money. You can and you can afford the perfectly engineered wood. Um, but you walk into that situation. And you have these preconceived notions about how things are going to go. And then you get upset that it didn't go a certain way or it went the exact way that you thought it was. And then you, you're just like, I don't, what, why? It's because you said you, you, and you know, we talked about the universe. We talk about how, you know, you, the, what you put out, you know, comes back to you. Yeah. It makes sense. Right. So if you, if you go into, you go into your, you go into your, your situation and you're like, man, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put this out to the world, you know, verbally and, you know, emotionally, you know, physically that I know this guy is inattentive, but I'm going to keep it up here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it in my brain. I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, but it's still oh, no. there. Oh, you're not. You're not keeping it to yourself. Yeah. You're not keeping it to yourself. It's you're putting them in that spot, which then puts you into your spot. Yeah. And I don't which then, you, begs, which then begs the question what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You, we shouldn't be in any spots. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You just go and you don't have any preconceived notions. And. You just kind of you you kind of see where it goes, and obviously, yeah, people are people, and they're going to do their things. But that's what you got to think about. You got to think, hey, it's another person. It's not an obstacle that I can overcome. I'm looking at a person. You start thinking, you start thinking things a lot differently. You start looking at things. Oh a lot man, differently. okay, but what if you really care about the person, and you, okay, what if what if you care about somebody? And, uh, they think, let, they think, um, Anthony Fauci is a really good guy and they don't want to hear anything else. And don't tell him anything else. Don't, I don't, really, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, 
what is what does what does what does your feelings? On well, you really care thing? about them, though. <laughs> you really care about them, right? Yeah. But you, but now you because see, that, like you see the their like point of view or yeah. perception of reality as somehow flawed and an obstacle to overcome. I'm just using this as an example. You yeah. know what I mean? Is it? Is that a? Is that an actual detriment to your relationship? No, it's not. You know what I mean? So why? So why do you? Why? No. It, why? No, I'm I'm giving this an ex, as an example though. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, what if like it's like your mom or your dad and you know, they believe some real bullshit, you know? So they, they believe some real bullshit. That's yeah, I know. Does it, does it, does it matter? So here, here's my point. Like, are you, okay. So there are you, is it, so you, you say you're talking with your, 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 your friend, your friend that, you know, your friend Dave, or I don't know what his real, his real name is. We'll just say it's Dave, right? Okay. You're talking with Dave and he's your friend and you really like him and you care about him and you want to see him do great things. And then he, he believes that, you know, he believes, if, let's say he believes flat earth. He believes that he's that. Yeah. He believes in the flat earth. Right. And like, and, but I love him. And so, so th- me, I'm going to go and fucking buy telescopes and cameras and we're going to go up in a plane and we're going to start doing shit. That's how much or, I, you know, <laughs> or, or you could be like, Hey, that's Dave. I really care about him. And you don't get and and that the rest of that stuff. Hey, yeah. okay, cool. Whatever. That's that's great. That doesn't have any bearing on the fact that I still care about you. We might we might, you know, see things very, very differently. But I'm not going I if I I start looking at you as anything other than Dave, somebody I really care about, and I start looking at you as a flat earther, what are you doing? Yep. Where are you, put, where are you, oh. where are you putting them into that spot? Now I'm a right. Now I'm a, now I'm a globalist. Now you're, <laughs> and now you, see, there you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. It's, I, think I, it's, might, I might have a sound effect for that. No, not uh, not the globalist. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, see, that's the thing. Like. And I'm guilty of it too. You know, like. Yeah, I every and and it's something. It's like anything else. It's 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 a constant, constant process of improvement. Um, if you, if you want to call it improvement or just thinking, it's a you know, your mindset. You look at somebody for what they are, a person, and not for what they believe. Yeah, and this gets to what like uh, I mean, I was kind of like my brain was walking me right into it where we're use hypothetical. I have a good friend, Dave. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm, uh, I don't think he believes the flat earth. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, but, I but like, no, but yeah, what I was going to yeah. say is that, you know, if it's somebody that you truly care about or that you genuinely love, 
love is uncon- yeah. love is unconditional. So exactly. so you, there shouldn't be like ah, oh, you got to believe in a round ball earth to for me to love you. Um, you should love the fact that they're flawed and love the flaws are too, right? That's the yeah. hardest part, man. Like, oh, God, I love when you're picking your teeth and so fucking annoying in the car. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, um, it's, you, yeah, I mean, you, you sit and you, and you, 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 you put the person, you, you talk to the person and you see him for anything other than being another person. That's when you start to put yourself into a spot and you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not do, I'm not that person. I don't do that. Well, yeah. Now you're lying. Now you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, and what- then, you know, you start when you start going to like, you know, um, when it comes to like leadership and stuff like that, if you think of like, you're say you're, you know, you're, you're back on the construction site. Right. And you're the foreman. Right. And you're seeing, you're like, you know, these guys are a bunch of lazy, lazy bums and they're, they don't want to, they don't work hard. They didn't do that. You start, you're like, I would never, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not that I'm not this. It's like, no, now, now you put them into that and you're over here in the, I'm a pompous ass box or whatever. You start saying, Hey, they're, you know, they're people too. They don't, they don't have the same, uh, view that I do they're they're what they're looking at is hey I've got to get I've got to get the 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 second you know I got to get the second floor framed up so then we can start rolling so then I can start rolling trusses and then I can move on to whatever I can you know if I get if we get the we get the we get the trusses rolled today and the roof sheeted today that's it for the week that's how that's how we planned it have everything done if we get it done sooner I can be instead of being out of here at five, I can be out of here at one forty-five. I have my money in my hand. I'm down to the gas station. I get my thirty rack, throw it in the truck, <laughs> maybe pop wood on the way home, <laughs> and I go blow my paycheck. Whereas you, the foreman, are thinking, "Hey, I get this done quicker," and you know, with this deal that I came up with. If for every deadline that I beat, I get, you know, we get like a $50,000 bonus. That's extreme, yeah. but you, no, but okay. That's yeah. A, that's a lot yeah, of money, that's but an extreme. That's an extreme. I mean, you're never going to, you're never going to see that framing house. You're building, that's, well, unless nobody, you're framing yeah. like, you know, multi-million dollar homes. Or yeah, that's a big thing in the commercial thing. You start beating, you, 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 uh, you beat deadlines. It's like, okay, yeah, we can get you more because you beat the deadlines and stuff like that. But you start looking at people who work for you, work with you as something other than people. And you start thinking, hey, that's, that's not another person I'm talking with. That's not another person I'm, I'm you know, I'm having to, I'm, I get the opportunity to mingle with and get to know. You start seeing them as, as obstacles and it, well, it totally changes your mind. I think we deal with people. We got to expand this out though to like how we think about everybody as, and it's really what it's coming down to is looking at people as individuals and as, instead of putting them in groups. Exactly. And I mean, it's so difficult because I mean, there's a huge group just called Black Lives Matter. 
There's a huge group right. called NRA. There's a huge group called MAGA. There's yeah. like a there's a group called QAnon. There's a group, you know what I mean? There's a group called Antifa. Like these are just in America. Right. Right? Like we need to just be yep. Americans again. Like at most. We need to be people. Yeah, like of and then of the, yeah. Yeah, like well it's we easier now. Be, I mean there's pandemic. Let's just hook her down. Yeah. Like how that shit's called Delta. So it sounds like Delta Force. It's all fucking sneaky yeah. and shit. It's the yeah. sneaky one. It's the Delta. <laughs> it's the Delta variant. The people, yeah, the, the, the believers and the and the, the the non-believers of the if it's a, if it's man made or if it's just a, but, a nature thing or if it's what yeah. But even then, like that's that's putting that's groups of people, you know, and like most of us don't even fit in either one of those, you know, because right. everyone it's it's so common for all of us or a lot of people that I talk to to really be able to understand the nuance a lot of uh, in a lot of these difficult topics. Yeah. Right. Because we've been talking about them for so long now and they've been in you know, we've been just bombarded with information for over a decade now. Yeah. And so like all the hard topics have had real world, like things come to fruition in which they've played out in our society. Um, in, in the most dramatic and worst ways, like we're, we're seeing like people killed on camera and stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. So if you have to take all that into consideration and then we've just been putting, like, how do we, if we just have to take every interaction as an individual interaction, ask exactly. yourself, how can I be my truest self regardless of who is sitting in front of me? Right. Right. And not put any kind of expectation on them. Exactly. Right. And love them for all of their 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 flaws and all of their virtues. Right. But you have to know who your true self is. That's not something that I think anybody I have ever met could say, and I would believe them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess if you knew your truest self, you wouldn't have to tell anybody. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm so humble. I'll tell you how humble I am. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's crazy. But I mean, you take, you know, we'll go to the, you know, well, let's bite the, uh, let's bite the, the, the elephant of, of, uh, biting elephants? You know, taking the taking the bite out of the elephant that is people being killed on camera, right? Yeah. And let's 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 take a look at a more recent one that's been televised and there's a whole court session, a whole a whole um thing has been made made to do about it, you know, George Floyd. Yeah. Right? You know, you get you get the people that you know they'll say, hey, you know, he was a drug addict. He tried to 
He tried to, you know, pass a counterfeit dollar, uh, uh, some counterfeit money. Was it a $20 bill? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, you get those people that are like, well, you know, the outlaw life is hard. He, he knew what, he knew what that life was. He knew what that life was about. He knew what the, you know, you know, his choices and, you know, using drugs that were, where it was going to lead him. And then you've got the, you've got the folks that are, um, you know, like, Hey, we need to defund the police. We need to do all this. We need to do all that. And then you've got the, 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 the people that, you know, call him, call him a, a martyr. You got all these different people. No, here's right? me. Here's me. You ready for me? No, because uh, I don't. Because I don't fall into. I don't know. Like, I believe that he can put whatever. He's a grown man. He can put whatever drugs in his body that he wants to put in him, as long as he's not like showing his penis in public or anything weird like that. That's okay with me or hurting people, right? Um, he did steal because he used counterfeit money. Right. So that's against the law, and he should have to not pay with his life for that. Right. Um. I think that cop should be uh, incarcerated for the rest of his life. I don't think I used to believe firmly in the death penalty. Um. Maybe in the chase in the case of like child homicide, I would still. I'd I'd probably be for it still then. But like you have to, you have to note, write this down that that's something we need to talk about in the in the future is the death penalty. Oh well, cause I've flip flopped on how I feel about that. You know, I can go on forever with that one. But let me, I would, I would submit to you the George Floyd situation as that is another that is a human being. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he was an addict. It doesn't matter if he passed. A, a counter counterfeit dollar bill. It doesn't matter if he, you know, ran with a nefarious crowd. That is a, a human being who biologically is really no different than you, me, uh, my neighbors, your neighbors. He's no different. Yeah. There's a fucking he, shit ton of us. And he was, and he was, his life was taken from him. And that in itself is a tragedy. I agree. I agree. And all the other stuff, hey, those are labels that are being put on him by people that are, you know, maybe me, maybe you, maybe whoever else. But what it boils down to, the most simplest thing is he was a fellow human being who had his life taken from him. Right? Right. And when you, you take a look at that and you take a look at that situation and you start you start thinking like well, you know, he wasn't uh, he wasn't you know, he wasn't a, a, a productive member of society. He isn't this That's not who what am I to matter? That's not yeah, who are, who yeah. who is as anybody to give anybody labels like that, yeah. Exactly, because when you label somebody, when you put somebody into something, you put yourself into something saying like, hey, he is not 
he or she is not of the same level as me. Oh, well, we could, we could break it down because as soon, just as soon as you say is like, oh, that's a non-productive member of society. And then you go, wait a minute, you know, do they, they, that's an absolute. So they don't produce anything at all for anybody in the community ever and never have. Right. So no. Okay. So they are a productive member of society in some fashion. Right. So now we're just talking about degree and now you are, you yourself are on that scale. Right. Exactly. (laughs) There's people more productive than you. There's people less than. Oh yeah. And and, and who are you to determine what is and isn't productive? Like think of how many great artists don't, you know, um, they just create art, you know, they live in poverty and create art, you know, We need that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, that's, you know, just because somebody may not go work a nine to five job may not, you know. No, I support that up. stuff. I would prefer yeah. to buy art from somebody that that's all they do. Right. Right. But, you know, just because, you know, when you, when you put somebody into that, like, Hey, they are less than, me or less than something you you really you're kind of you're kind of lying you're lying to yourself thinking like hey i am of a higher class of a higher status than somebody else when really you are the exact same you're the exact same level because you're both human beings you're both people and that's not that's not right like that's everybody you know, everybody contributes to the world in some fashion, in some way. Yeah. You know, there might be, there might be that, um, that hotshot banker that, you know, pulls in a bajillion dollars a year, you know, but then, you know, there might be that guy or girl who is everything to their small child or their, yeah. You know, their 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 dog or cat, their grandmother, their, their, yeah, their grandma. So, I mean, really, when you when you start thinking of people as obstacles, as as a, a, a rung on a ladder, or um, like a, a, a an accomplishment, yeah, like yeah, like something to achieve, yeah. It's it, you, you. It's you're not one. You're lying to yourself because really you're no different. You're 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 doing the you're you're doing life the same as them. You're gonna you know you n- neither one of you are going to live forever. Neither one of you are going to be able to take whatever you know um, material thing with you to the next to the next world Let or me- whatever you believe when everything's done. Let me give a hypothetical, like, I guess, um, where let's say, um, I don't know, you go and let's say, here you go, you go to the guitar store and you start talking with the guy working there and you just like hit it off, like yeah. blah, 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 back and forth. Everything's cool. Um, and then, you know, yeah, let's play stairway to heaven. Yeah, he's like, dude, let me teach you Stairway to Heaven, and you can jam it anytime you want. <laughs> and 
And you're like, really? And you get all excited. And then you guys are like, and then, you know, you're putting them on a pedestal. Like, this is an awesome person that like, they're super fun. They know how to play guitar really well. They work at the guitar store. They're teaching me stairway to heaven, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so you're putting them in a box, right? And you're putting yourself on that scale, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you continue to like put on the facade or do you just say, Hey, or I guess the way it just, you just look at it, if you observe it to begin with, and then maybe honest with the person like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to spend some time with you. Um, I just want to, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Obviously, like you know, yes, this is a hypothetical situation, and you. you I'm wishing this would happen now. Like I put it out in the universe, and I'm like, "Where's yeah. my, my guitar store guy that's going to let me play Stairway?" Yeah, it's you know, <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's going to be some discernment, and you gotta you gotta uh, you know weigh in the factors of like, hey, I get you know that this guy is probably a good majority of his pay is commission. So, I mean, that's, but that's so, that's a, that's a diff, whole, totally different situation in itself. Sure. But, I mean, why not though? Why not, why not have that approach though? Like, why not have that, you know, I, I really do appreciate that, you know, spending this time with you, getting to know this part of you. Yeah. You, you never know. You never know. What, well, what's you could, I mean, let me, let me forego the, the commission by just saying like, let's yeah. say. You're like, hey, and then he comes out to the store and he gives you a card and says, hey, I got my own guitar. It's just like this. I'll sell it for you. you know, Or like I got a buddy in, like, so don't yeah. worry about, you know, like shows you that he's not worried about the commission, basically. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Whatever. Right. Um, but that's, you know, you know in a, that's. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, yeah. And, that's, <laughs> and that could be, and you know, and that's always, that's always the. That's always the, you know, the, the, the goal um, is, you know, because when you, if you legitimately feel grateful for the time that you're spending with them, for the knowledge that they're sharing with you, for the, you know, for the, for the experience, that does come across. That does come across. And hopefully that person is receptive to it. And they're like, hey, you know what? This person sees me as a human being. I'm going to see them the same way instead of, Hey, this, this customer comes in and he, you know, he, he looks like he has a lot of money on him and he looks like he's wanting to spend it. I want it. Yeah. It's, it's that's, and that's kind of the, that's kind of like the, the, the point I'm trying to get to. Um, and we talked about, you know, your, your true self, a lot of it, a lot of it, you know, when you, how you, how you think up here and how you feel here and you know, how you think in your head, you think in your mind and how you feel in your heart, that will come out. Oh yeah. You know, so if you, if you, if you're walking into a situation and you know, you're like, I know there's going to be a fight. I know this is going to be a fight. What do you think is going to happen? there's going to be a fight because you're setting, 
you're putting yourself in that box. Like, Hey, I'm getting ready for a fight. I'm getting ready for a fight. And if you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember really doing that. Well, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's just an example. Of I know. Like I'm, just, I'm not and, getting geeked up for fights anymore. You know, you know, you know, there's going to be a fight. You're going to be the first one to swing. You're going to be the first one to try and gain, you know, the dominant position because you, you, you have to win. Like there's no other way about it. But if you approach the situation, you know, kind of with like a, you know, like, like a, like a, like a heart at peace or a heart that's not looking for a fight. That's how I've always, yeah, I can't not do that. That's just been in me. Like, I mean, I get, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I get easily triggered now than more than I used to, but I don't. But you recognize it. You recognize it. Oh, I see it. Yeah. And I recognize when I'm looking for a trigger as well. Exactly. Because that, that, like, that comes up often, like looking for a reason to be upset. Yep. Yep. And when you look for a reason to be upset, you look, you find one (laughs) person or something, especially if it's a person, uh, I'm just looking for them. They're going to make me upset. Well, yeah, you just put them in the spot to make you upset. And you're in your upset box waiting for, waiting for them to, you know, flip the sign from not upset to upset. Yeah. You know, so you kind of, you really set yourself up. You really, you really kind of set the, you know, you, you, you lead the train to that, to that station. And if you, you, you kind of, if you, if you sit there and you really look at it, and you're like, you know, there was absolutely nothing I could have done. It was going to go to that. No, you're lying to yourself. You could have, there's a hundred, hundred percent of the time you could have done something to at least put a, you know, put a, put some sort of a dampener there. So you're not, you might be a little let down, but you're not going to get super, super upset. Yeah. Right. Um, and I feel like, Especially, you know, with, with our our subculture, it's so prevalent. You know, the, with a veteran with a veteran culture, it's so prevalent. It's always looking for always looking for that fight, always looking for that 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 thing to to overcome, that objective to take. There's a, there's gotta be a dragon to slay, man. There's gotta be that dragon to slay, but really that dragon isn't out there in the, in the universe out there in the world, out there in the job site, out there at the office. It's you yourself. I know, but I'm here's where I'm struggling. Seth is like, I can look inside and I, you know, and I continue to do so and look at these moments, but I just get, keep getting disappointed by the world. Not in my personal day to day, but in like, dude, we just started bombing Iraq and Syria again. Yeah. Like, that disappoints me. I'm like, I don't. Stop killing people. Right. Stop it. It's, It's fucking pointless. 
Yeah. And that's what that, you know what I mean? And like, I can look inside and be like, Oh, Chad, like this is your problem to deal with that. You don't like the fact that these people in a faraway land are dying at the hands of our government. Like, you know, right. But how, tell me how I'm supposed to do that. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I look in and see that this is my problem to deal with when I like, it's, it's, it's injustice. It's unbalanced, you know, and I don't know who agreed to this. You know what I mean? exactly what you mean but you look at that and like how do you deal with that like you do you you can be you know you can you can get mad at the government you can you can or you you know you can be you can be mad at the government for doing this kind of stuff yeah and you can you know you can Talk to your heart, you know, talk till you're blue in the face about, you know, how it's wrong, this and that, or you can, you know, jump to the, you know, take a 180 degree turn and be like, no, we need to turn that entire place into a, you know, a a parking lot because there's nothing but trouble there. There's, you know, you know, we spent, we spent however many, you know, years of our lives walking through those streets, seeing how those people treat each other. And, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, that goes back to what you're saying, passing judgment on other people and not seeing them right. as individuals and, and you're, people. And you know, and you and you know, you can't like you and I can't we can't just like obviously you can't just walk up to Congress and, and the Senate and whoever else and be like, Hey, knucklehead, stop it. Quit this stuff because you're not gonna get listened to because you're <laughs> you're nothing but a tax paying citizen. I know. Right? But what you can do, you know, is maybe maybe spread a little bit more humanity around, yeah, it's, where, around where you're at. Comes to back kind of comes yeah. back to be the change that you want to see in the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Yeah. You gotta change your you know, you gotta it, it always starts with yourself first. You can't you're not you know, you're not gonna change your boss that's, you know, inattentive or nitpicky. You're not going to change. You're not going to change that customer that, you know, when you're working with your, your, your buddy who has a dark skin complexion, who the customer thinks happens to maybe be an undocumented worker. And, but the truth being it, the truth being told, like your coworker is actually from, you know, his family's German and he's just got, you know, his genetics just gave him that Italian, Italian. Yeah. The tan and the, and the dark hair. And they actually have, you know, an advanced degree in, in construction engineering and stuff like that. And he's just working to make some extra cash. (laughs) You can't change her. You can't change the fact that she may or may not be racist, may or may not, you know, have these, these thoughts that, Hey, you know, these guys who, you know, working on my house are lower than you're not going to change that, but you can always, you know, you can always control you. You can always be like, hey, you know what? That's just another person who yep. may not see, see may not see the world the way that I do, but they are a human being just like me. We're anatomically different, but biologically, we're pretty we're pretty similar. Seth, did you hear about this film 
called Karen? I have. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. I've heard about it. It sounds like it is going to be like very racially charged. Um, See, that's and that's. I'm glad you brought that up because that is exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Exactly. I know. And it's like, okay, Karen, it's like you, okay, first off, you don't know what that person, you don't, you don't know what that person is, why they, why they're angry about whatever they're angry about. You know, they don't, you never, I just, that's a, see that, that really, that really just, that bugs me. I do want to, I'm I'm probably going to check it out though. Yeah, but okay. What, what if you have a young, what if you're a, a young black family? And, right. you, and you're in you're in the market to buy a house. You've been looking at Zillow every night, mm-hmm. and then you watch this movie. How is that going to change your impressions of like where you want to get a house? Like apparently, this movie I haven't like I said I haven't seen it, but like this, a black family moves into a white neighborhood, and a woman named Karen like does everything she can to like harass this family. Like, why would you even create that? Money. Because, you know, right now it'll make a lot of money. Yeah, but that's not even good for... Unless you... Unless you... I would say, like, you or me, where you can discern the fact that you are being programmed. You know, like, you're watching the film not to be entertained, but to evaluate it for social engineering. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's yeah, a difference. There is a huge difference, and I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not black. I don't have a black family, so I don't know how I would. I don't, I don't know how, and I, I couldn't even answer that. Like, I Do, don't know. Yeah, I know you wouldn't know, but you, it doesn't seem like it would be positive. Yeah, I didn't. I don't exactly. I seriously don't know any fucking buddy that thinks that way. No. I I personally like I don't know anybody that would is would openly act like that. And then are you being your truest self or are you putting people in boxes? Right? I think I think I think You're definitely putting people. You're definitely putting people in boxes. You're definitely looking at them as something other than a, than another human being. You definitely. It's hard not to put the Karens in a box, though. Well, that well, that's exactly what what you're doing by calling them Karens. I know, but they yell at you to put your mask on. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. and that's you know, I mean, God. I mean, I don't think they exist know, anymore. Honestly, I think they all went away. No, no, they're actually a couple of days ago. I was at work, and a lady walked up, and she goes, "Excuse me, why are you not wearing a mask?" And I'm like, "Well, since I one, that's um, because I don't have to, but two, um, the state has pulled it, and you know, has pulled the mandate, and I'm choosing not to. I've, you know, I've, I have." 
tested many, many, many times. I've, you know, I, I think um, yeah. I probably test. I've probably gotten tested at least eight or nine times. And she said what? And she's like, she's like, well, have you been vaccinated? And I look at her, I'm like, that is none of your damn business, actually. Yeah, see, I've already had this mental, uh, you know, scenario of where I've, like, wanted to, like, you know, oh, if somebody asked me if I've been vaccinated, this is exactly what I'm going to say. You know, like what we were talking right. about before. But, but hold on, here's my answers because they're actually good. <laughs> If it's a man, you ask him if he's circumcised. And if it's a woman, you just ask him if, how her last mammogram and pap smear went. Because these, they're, that's what you're asking. You're asking me about right. my, my personal medical history. Right. Like, right. But so, and I need to preface that, you know, that, ex- that, that same lady, um, I don't, I don't know if, if she, I don't believe that she would be considered, uh, you know, stable. Oh, so not a true Karen. Not a true Karen. She, I mean, this lady, I've seen this lady yell at like a light post. Okay. Well then that's not a real Karen. See, they're not, I don't think they're around anymore. I've never, I've never, maybe she just, yeah, she probably asked you because she was generally curious. Like, hey, how come you're not wearing a mask? I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and you know, when I I told her that, she just kind of took a step back. And I mean, I immediately apologized. That was rude for me to say. I'm just like, I don't, you know, that's that's kind of a personal personal question to ask. And then it was like a, like a switch flipped. And like her, like her, like literally her, 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 the tone of her voice changed. And then she started asking me, like, hey, where can I find balloons? Oh. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Oh, the party stuff. Yeah, the party stuff. And do you have do you have vegetarian uh, beef? Like, But, okay, so. You're talking, about, talking about veggie meat? Yeah, it's over there. So <laughs> we're, but talking about, like. Okay, in the grocery store, society, right? The grocery store is still a touchy area because it's like where your food is, right? And even right. though they've talked about, uh, don't worry about surfaces, all that stuff. But this is what, I, it's just a weird time. Like, I would, you know, uh, we're going to use the box, the Karen box. I don't know. Just like, between, third, you know, 30 and... 50 white lady right yeah that's what you'd call a karen right right in there they could be older it's just a white lady (laughs) yeah usually has kids i think it's i think it's i think a better i think it's um any 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 woman that just kind of blows up on somebody for something that they feel is outlandish or just not you know that just blows up okay well this this woman didn't say or say anything to me at all at the grocery store um she was wearing a mask and latex gloves um and she wasn't older she actually looked younger than me 
um, but would like wait very far behind me like to get to the things that I was currently going to like, you know, milk and eggs and cheese and stuff. Yeah. But I'm talking like 30 feet, if not more behind me. And it, it made me feel like there's something wrong with me. Right. I don't like that. No, no. I mean, but you know, if you, you think about, take a moment, remove, remove like your feelings from that. And you think about her, she's probably scared to death. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not thinking about, you're not thinking about her. You're thinking about you. Yeah, I'm you like feel. you. You. you Which is understandable. <sighs> totally understandable. Yeah, I don't get it. If so, she's standing. Like we'll say, you know, more than the the, the six foot. She will say she's standing twelve feet away from Dude, you. Dude, it was she's it was foot. a long ways, and there was okay, nobody so, else in between us. And like she yeah. would go to where I just went, and then wait. Yeah, yeah it was. It was it, it was so it was so apparent to me that I like yeah. completely changed directions and went to a different part of the store. That's how uncomfortable it made me feel. Okay. My with think my about, white privilege. Think about yeah, no, and I you know, you know, and I I get I understand. <laughs> I understand. But like I know, I didn't lose my first world problems. Yeah. Just can you think how think about how how scared she could have been or how you know how uncomfortable she was? I just want to scream! <gasps> Don't be so fucking scared of me! <laughs> like you know, right, like right. in a big scary right. voice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm not scary. It's, it's just something. I mean, it's just something to think about. You know, it's like um, oh, there was. Uh, couple a couple of wrestling seasons ago i was at a i was at a tournament and um it was a it was a newer it was a newer official and he he called a pin that was obviously not a pin i mean it was bad it had was a big, bad. like the guy had two fish yeah no well it's at yeah well it's actually two it doesn't matter you show the blades you know i know yeah, it has to be on the map for a count of two thousand one thousand two. But I mean, like all I saw when he slammed, when he when he slammed when he blew the whistle and called it a pin was this side of the like his on the side of his arm was on the mat, and you know, um, I mean, the guy felt terrible, felt absolutely terrible, and the you know I was talking, you know, I was talking with the um, with the coach and the and the wrestler after. I mean, they were pretty cool. But like, hey, it's it's a it's a, it's a tournament that's just a you know just a tournament to go to. It happens. We understand that he's new, and the kid, like, just randomly blurts out. He goes, "He goes, I can't imagine how that guy feels right now." The kid that got pinned. Yeah, because I can't imagine how that referee feels right now. I mean, I bet he feels so because he knew he was wrong. You can't. You can't. But I mean, it, you know, it, it's so funny that the guy that actually took the loss like felt worse for the guy that called it than right. for taking right. the loss. 
But like what I got, what I kind of took from that though, was like, Hey, think about, it's not always like, yeah, you know how you feel, but like, how, how does that other person, how does that other person feel? You know, like for instance, you know, we'll go like that, like the, you know, like you're the, the lady who was like 20 feet was on the other opposite end of the store of you as you, and like, she would make sure if you're in one corner, she'd go to the exact opposite corner. That lady. Yeah. If you think about like, she, she could be, I mean, I'll be honest. Grocery stores, pretty clean. Um, but there are, if you go to a grocery store, you know, at any time of the day, especially if you work there, you see some characters, you see some people that, you're like, I, are you everybody you? has to go to the grocery yeah. store, man. Yeah. Everybody has to go to the grocery store. So she might be, you know, you're uncomfortable. She's probably scared to death. Maybe, maybe, maybe she had a relative that died. Yeah. You know, that was, well, and, let's, you know, let's look at the wrestler again them. though. Let's say yeah. what, what if, what if the guy knew eh, I'm new? Yeah, I know I messed up. I don't care. Right. Instead no, of him I, I think, feeling yeah, bad, I, I think it would. Yeah, I think I think the kid's attitude would have totally changed because I mean that poor that poor referee. I mean he he like, he had to, he apologized he and out. everything. Yeah, he yeah. I mean after he we, yeah, there was a week we came together and we kind of talked it out and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, he felt he goes, I knew he goes, I knew it was wrong when I did it. I don't know why I did it. I just and we're like, it's all right, it's all right. It's your first year. It's your first big tournament, kind of a big tournament. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, we're at the point of the, we're at the time of the day where everybody is a little more on edge. <laughs> everybody is, you know, they're, they're a little more critical of your calls and he does this and he instantly knew he had messed up and everybody let him know. Everybody let him know. <laughs> and he, and instead, he, you know, and he kind of, he didn't take that. He didn't take that. I don't care. It's just, you know, doesn't, what is, what does it matter? How things happen. If I think if his attitude would have been different, yeah, that kid would have been like, that guy's a Twitter, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's a jerk. I can't believe, but no, he, he legitimately knew he had messed up and the kids saw that. And he goes, I can't believe, I can't imagine how he feels. He goes, me, I, he goes, doesn't, I'm, I'm just here to get some, to get some mat time. So I was, I was thinking, deeply about this too like as we're discussing it and the 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 ref in both versions like where he's very apologetic or where he's you know just reluctant to even give a shit yeah and but i think the real lesson there is like the mindset of the wrestler in being indifferent to the outcome regardless like just going the tournament, doing your absolute best, knowing that you did your best as your truest self and are indifferent of the outcome. Yeah, well, I mean, the kid was, yeah. That's I mean, the, the kid was, what, after, like, immediately after it happened. I mean, kid, I like, think uh, that's, like, the, 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 me, but yeah. the, the, like, yeah. the ideal mindset yeah. right there, yeah. you know? Um, like, just, like, not worried about the final product, but the process, you know, it's not the destination, it's the journey, the whole, I think that's where, where the truest self is, right? Well, that there's that. And 
I mean, in the you know the the in the in the in the athletic field, the 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 mindset, um, the ideal mindset of a that that you'd want as a wrestler is if you lose. You just you he that that person was just better the way you the when it comes to like mental toughness it's like hey this guy beat me because he was better than me in that moment doesn't make him better than me him or her better than me in general they just got the better of me at that point yeah that day or that match or it's like hey. Somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. It was my, you know, I could have, you know, I could have probably done this a little bit different, but Hey, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to lose. Losing is never, is never the desired outcome. Um, yeah. Cause competition is also a part of, you know, accelerating and becoming right. better. And like, if that's right. your goal is to do my absolute best, I must use competition as fuel to do my best. Yeah. You exactly. know? Um, so yeah, that's definitely a part of it, but that's interesting how like you, like you almost have to separate, you know, being competitive from the outcome. And I, and you know what? It's like the greatest sports do that. Don't they? Kind of? No? I'm only thinking of, like, that crazy Italian, like, rugby punch-fighting sport. I don't know if you know about it. <laughs> no, That's so no. random. No, <laughs> they no, play, I like, mean, once a year, like, and these guys just, like, beat each other. I mean, what you gotta, like, what you have to separate, you know, as in, any, as in life, um, you have to separate the the action in the person right like you can be you can be an absolute terrible italian rugby punch fighter you know on the field but you are an absolute great person off the field right or it could be the opposite you could be the best italian rugby punch fighter in the world but be a total dick on the outside <laughs> yeah you know? um but it's like I don't know. It, it's kind of back to back to the the whole instead of you know that referee's a jerk, this this and this. He's just that he's you know he's he's a he's a fellow human being, and I can't imagine how he's feeling after after that. Now, you know I, you know it's just it's instead of looking at somebody for you know, what they're doing or what they, you know, what their, what their title is and looking them at as another human being. Right. Yeah. How do we do this in the extreme? Got some Zen shit when Joe Biden's trying to eat mushrooms in your living room. See how I upped it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, you know, he is clearly, he is, uh, he, and this is, you know, this this is me thinking, you know, the at the you know purest level, me thinking in the realm of if I be the best person I can be, I bet he is a he's a he's a guy who's got a tough job who came to hang out, get a you know get a 
take a breather, so to speak, and we're going to get on another level with each other, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. No, but there's those people that, like, okay, that you do feel like you're your truest like they bring it out of you there's yeah, people in oh, your yeah. life that bring that out of you and it's usually not around your family for some reason i don't know for me like family has its own like thing but then like i have a couple of friends yeah where you know you just you really come alive around certain people and you know you're funnier you're wittier they're funnier wittier you know all that everything clicks um yeah there's more to it there's more to like i like finding or like you know like i said like bringing it out yeah um and without having to consciously do it because it's almost like everybody brings something out of you right you're they're gonna get something some portion of you but that like that like real like i don't know like that childhood self that is just totally carefree content in the moment yeah it's certain people yeah and i i think i think with like with that i mean obviously you have your, like your, like the social standards, you know? Um, I mean, obviously well, you know, we'll call it the, well, you know, if you, if you belong to a, you know, stereotypical nuclear family, you know, mom, dad, couple brothers and sisters, you know, you live in a, you know, you live in a great neighborhood and you have all those, you know, everything's going on. You're not going to, talk about going to Ozfest and you know well before showing up to Ozfest you down you know a fifth of jack and <laughs> and you know uh, you the, the the 30 rack you bought at the gas station that you're gonna wait till you get to the the parking lot to drink is like two thirds gone by the time you get there you're not you're not gonna talk to him about, about yeah, that but- stuff right because okay. because if you talk about that and you know your grandma's sitting at the table, she's gonna keel over and have a heart attack because you know her 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 her, her grandson Chad, who she thinks you know is the greatest thing on the in the world. Like he you know he he he's the captain of the debate team at his college when he's not actually going to college. He's doing something else. You know you're not gonna talk about that. See, that's the thing that I've been changing. <laughs> right. I talk to grandma about all the crazy shit that I think. Um right. Yeah, and um But, the, but you know, but then she, also, she already knew that the Nazis escaped to Argentina had a secret base on Antarctica. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I mean then there's then there's those families that you know, the um they 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 get together for, you know, like their 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 big family dinner or something like that, and the uh, and the one kid comes out saying, "Hey, mom, dad, everybody here, I'm a homosexual," and you think like everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, start crying, people are gonna do whatever," and then one of the one of the other kids walks over to the grandpa and slips him a twenty and says, "I don't fucking get how you called that," 
<laughs> I don't get it. And then everybody's just like, yeah, we kind of knew, man. It's whatever. Yeah. And, you know, mom and dad are talking about where, you know, they, they went to, they went to Thad's over the weekend or something like that down in San Diego. And, you know, they, they, they saw a naked midget run across the little person or what if, yeah, little person, you're right. Little person. Um, there's those people, right? That's a newer but, one. Yeah. But is that, you know, even that person though, they, what they talk about around their family, they may not talk around about around their friends. Just cause I mean, every situation's different though. I mean, you gotta, you can still be who you are. It's when you, you know, it's when you got to use that discernment, be like, Hey, they're not, I, I am fine with my message. I am fine with what I want to, with who I am and what I want to be. They're not. So I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to think about them and think about how they're feeling. And I can, I can, I'm fine with that. If I'm not, then, Hey, you know what? Maybe I'll do them a favor and just kind of limit my, my time around them. I guess, I guess what, yeah. Yeah. But I guess, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Like, and grandmas seem to always know things that are going on in the world more than we think for some reason. Do they? Like your grandma, yeah, like your grandma knew like the, there was a, the Nazis escaped Argentina and went down to Antarctica. I don't know. I, I don't have my... Both my grandmas have passed, but I mean, I remember, I remember having some conversations with my, with one of my grandmas about things and she's like, oh yeah, well this is, you know, you know, this has been going on for, for centuries, for, for decades and, and whatnot. And then you look it up like, holy smokes. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking forward to, cause it's been working like all the, like the, these conversations yeah. They've been working. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, like I said, I've really tried hard to quit with labels. Um Yeah. But that was I really had that limited in my mind to just outward and inward projections. Whereas it can be as simple as what I'm constructing in my own thoughts. And, uh, that's going to be a good one to work. That's going to take some work, man. They all do. And it comes slowly with time, but, um, I'm definitely, it's definitely, I mean, that's something like I, I've been, I've been struggling to, to do but it's it's always going to be a struggle just because it's that's how that's how we that's how we were raised that's how we were that's how we were taught growing up um i mean it's uh it's it's a tough one it is definitely definitely a tough one and the more the more effort you put into it you want to say the more you get out of it but you have to understand that there is another part of the equation which you have no control over, and that's the other person. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I knew that. Like, you don't yeah, want to try yeah. and fuck with free will. Don't be messing with people's free will. I will. No, and and you and you got to be. You have to be willing to accept the fact, like, hey, I, 
I can, you know, I'm not going into this with any, you know, preconceived notions. I have no, I have no, um, expectations of anything, but they're not going to have that same mindset. I don't know because yeah, that's true. But how do I, there's gotta be like a, a balance between like not having any expectations and having like, you know, kind of the idea that the best possible thing or like this will be good in some way or that, you know, here's the example I had. They, this happens often where they switch your doctor and immediately like I had the guy, they were switching my doctor. What? Yeah. Yep. They do that. And well, people leave, they all just leave the VA after a while. And, um, anyway, so the first time this, or I don't know if it was the first time, but I remember, I recall one time that I had got the letter and the doctor told me I'm switching. And I was just like all worst case scenarioing, like everything bad that could happen. And then just before I got there, I'm like, why am I doing that? I was like, let's do it the other way. And I consciously like thought about the best case scenario and that's actually what happened. And uh, like, I got along great with my doctor and I don't have many more. Um, but, uh, I was grateful for the time that I did have with him. And, uh, but I brought that same mindset for when they switched me again. And I have no problem with my current doctor either. No, it's, you know, it's a, I was going kind of through the sim, a similar situation. You know, I, I get, I get some medication from the VA and for the longest time, every time I go, I'm like, well, they're going to screw it up again. They're going to screw it up again. And sure enough, I get there and like, oh, yeah, we don't have your medication. It's out. Or Yeah, I know. Come and get it? I no, know. I've gotten meds it. from the VA, too. But then it's like, but then I'm like, you know what? Just going to go get my medication. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Just getting my medication. And I show up, check in. My name shows up on the on the TV screen. I get it. It's no big deal. I'm not upset about anything. You know, I sat and I sat and chatted with uh, chatted with a uh, with a gentleman who didn't have any pants on. Um, and was I had probably one of the most interesting conversations ever about um, shorts. Shorts, yeah. <laughs> like, like, in fact, it's so funny. Like it's so funny. He, uh, I sit down next to him because it's the only seat that was open. Was he in a gown? Yeah, he was in a gown. Yeah, I mean, it was a, he, yeah, a gown. It was obvious. But uh, um, he's like, uh, looks at me, goes, "I'm not wearing any pants." <laughs> and I'm like, "I can, I can see that." And he goes, "You want to know why?" And I'm like, "No, no, but I'm sure you're about to tell me." And I'm sure, you know, he goes, he tells me what's been going on, and I'm like. I don't think I'd be wearing pants either if I were you. I totally, I totally understand. And then we just, I don't know. And then he invited me to go get some lunch with him. I'm like, I got to get back to work, but I would hundred percent love to get lunch with you. (laughs) Yeah. That would be fun. um, Yeah. It was, it's just, it's interesting, man. It's, it's so, it's just so, it's so crazy though. Like how we set ourselves up for, we, you know, we rarely set ourselves up for, for the best possible outcome. It's usually worst case scenario. Yeah. 
And it's hard not to. It's like ingrained in us as humans to like always be looking out for mischief and bad luck and things that will trip us up and flat tires, you know, like. Or somebody's always trying to get over. Yeah. Somebody's always trying to squeeze the extra dollar or, you know, do the absolute as if the minimum weren't enough. They have to do the bare minimum. I think this is such a huge an important time to kind of like practice this like way of thinking because if you go online and look at concerts, stand-up comedy, any of that stuff, it is on fire right now. Like everything's opening back up all over yeah. everywhere, all the shows, all the fun stuff that you wanted to do. And yeah. I am just excited to get out and get around people that aren't, yeah afraid of me yeah and if they are i'm gonna try and not have any i i don't know i you know i have a lot of trouble when i see and i probably spoke about this i talked about when i see cops with their little laser guns out right police officer law enforcement with the the laser doing the speed stuff that just bugs me i just see it as like active thievery this is like you're actively stealing from people. <laughs> like that's how I see it. Um, and so, but to, to overcome it, yeah. to overcome it, like I have to look at it as a yield sign. And this is like a mental trick that I have to do to myself. So otherwise, I I end up rabbit holing into a negative death spiral about yeah about about the about the, the world's injustice. You yeah. know. Or a guy right. just doing it. Where's the dragon to slay? Yeah. <laughs> it all or, comes you know, back he, to that, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. here's a problem. There's the dragon. I'm going to be mad enough to go kill that dragon. How can yeah. I get mad to kill a dragon? There's a dragon. Somebody's a dragon. Yeah, that's like what yeah. it is. Yep. No, this Instead not- of taking a look at that cop who is sitting on the sitting on the street with his his radar gun. Instead of looking at him like, oh, he's trying to steal my money and stuff like that, he's just some guy trying to do his job. Yeah, you know I, have, how many, I have to so look at him as yield too. signs, though. If I if I see it any more than as like, okay, I say yield sign because it helps me do the physical act as well, where yeah. I just let off the gas mm-hmm. and then accelerate again. Like that's yeah, and and it, and I've found that's helped a lot. Yeah, if I just go up you know, yield sign and then. <clears throat> It's it's funny, man. Like you bring that example up, um, you know. Every and I have I don't think I've ever done myself any favors, but every time like I've been pulled over for speeding, I one hundred percent thought I deserved the ticket. I'm like every time the cop pulls up, he'll go up to the door and he'll be like, "You know, why I pulled you over," and I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Here's my here's my license and registration. And he'll be like, he just, you know, he'll start asking me questions. of like, dude, I know I was speeding. I know. And you caught me. And it'd been cool every time, every time. It's, and I'm just like, Hey, I just, and I'm the only one I know who thinks that every time they've gotten a speeding ticket, they've deserved it. It's like, yeah, I was, you got me. It's hard and for me to think. I can only, I know I've gotten more than one, that. but I can only think of, 
Oh, no, I know of one speeding ticket I got where I should have gotten way more. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I, was, I was doing, uh, I was driving back to 29 Palms. I was going 103 on Amboy. Oh, that's, yeah, you're going fast, though. And the, and the cop pulls me over, and he goes, first of all, I didn't know a Dodge Intrepid could go 103 miles an hour. <laughs> and, he, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I didn't either. And he's like, so you're not, you're not lying. At your, I'm like, no, you got me. Yeah, I was speeding. And he's like, listen, I'm going to do you a favor because I should be taking you to jail. I'm going to ticket you for going 10 miles over. Oh, wow. And I'm like, thank God. And he goes, only because I didn't think a Dodge and Chubb could go 103 miles an hour. I'm like, I thought it could go faster, but that's where they govern it at. And we just kind of laughed about it. <clears throat> that's it was, a- yeah, it's, we had nothing to do with what we're talking about, but, um, no, 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 I, that's, it's um, just kind of, it's just such a, it's such an interesting, such an interesting thing, you know? And then, you know, the other part we were supposed to talk about is leadership, but I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other. Yeah. Podcast I'm good. Itself. Um, but I mean, it's like, you know, if it's, if it's one thing, I really like, I really feel we as, as, you know, as, as, uh, as not just in our, in our subculture, but as a culture in general, um, is to just, you know, take a moment and look at each other for what we are, and that's people. No matter how fucking insane we think they, the other person is. Yeah. And no matter how much of a Karen you think somebody is, or you or a flat earther or a, or whatever these uh, the titles are, it's like, you know what, first off, they are they're people and people are gonna do people things. Yeah. That's that's how it is. Well, you know what? I got something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, too, that I think really ties into this and in how we judge people on what they like. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, you don't really choose the shit you like. You can justify it with reasons on why you do it, but inevitably, mm-hmm. you just like things like... Let's take skateboarding, for example. I've been skateboarding right. since six, I was six years old. I do not... I can give you reasons why I enjoy doing it, but I don't know why I like it. Does that make sense? Like, there's tons of other things that I could do where I could get similar enjoyment out of, but for some reason, I like skateboarding. Okay? But yet, there's so much judgment passed on what people like. Like, oh, what are you like that for? I don't fucking know. I just do. Like, take food, for example. Yeah. You don't fucking choose the food you like. You can justify it. And you can give your yeah. reasons. Yeah. But they're not, they're not, they're not tangible. They're not real. Right. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, but I think I think with uh you know like people judging you on like liking skateboarding, I think they're judging you more on the fact that you belong to that to that group because 
you know, when a lot of people think of like skateboarders, they think of a bunch of punk kids going around rubbing wax on everything and, you know, flipping off. It's really not that anymore though. But it's not, it's it's not not that anymore though. All those people have, all those people are going to the skate park with their kids now. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just, they're not judging the, the act of skateboarding. They're judging the, the persona. Yeah. The, the persona identity. And it's like, it's like, if you really look at it though, it's like, that's actually kind of a, yeah, it's dangerous and yeah, you can get hurt, but it's actually, it's better than sitting, you know, kids sitting on his butt all day. Oh, it's creative. It's beautiful. It's athletic. It's artistic. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got a bunch of reasons why I like it, but again, what about things that I don't like, but they don't hurt anybody and, you know, they don't violate anybody. And I pass so much and I pass so much judgment. Yeah. No, I hear you. Heated heated leather seats and Gucci boots. Yeah. You know, and I pass so much judgment on that, on, on, you know, how much judgment do you pass on like Beverly Hills materialism? Yeah. Right. But there's some people that, just like that yeah that's what they like donald trump liked some gaudy shit like gold toilets and crap uh, yeah i don't know but he, you know and he's got his reasons that's how i show my luxury or whatever but really he just likes gaudy shit because he likes it right yeah he just likes because he yeah. he likes it he, yeah he likes what it, you know what he, what he thinks it it uh it shows other it shows other people. Yeah, I mean you're right. You you can't really control what you like. Um, you can do a degree, but then are you being your true self? Exactly. Are you are you liking? Are you legitimately liking something because it it, it provides you with some sort of fulfillment, or do you like it because it, you want to be you want to fit in that box? Yeah, you want to fit in that box, you know. You want to fit in that in that group. It's both. It's gonna be both. It's gonna be both because a lot of times the group is what attracts you to it in the first place. Right. Right. Like, what if you have a bunch of friends? They're your group. You're already with them, and they start doing anything like playing ultimate frisbee or flying mm-hmm. remote control airplanes or drone piloting or whatever it is you know you might start taking up that activity because you were already associated with the group and but now you like it yeah or i mean you like the is it the, that you like you like the activity i think what you got yeah because what you're, what you're getting at the point you're getting at is do you like do you like the activity or do you like the community centered around the activity? I think this is where we get to the term in which we call bitten. Because the community will bring you in and expose you to something, but then once you're bitten, that's when you take it to where the community no longer matters. Yeah. Right? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I was recently bitten on what? Playing guitar. What? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's I mean, cool. I like I've kind of always just had a guitar. Yeah. I don't know, but like recently 
I just got bitten and yeah. Um, and it had to do with the group. I was skateboarding with a buddy recently and he said it was after skateboarding. He was like, we're going to band practice. Do you want to come hang out? I was like, sure. I just hung nice. out and I was like, Hey, you guys are really good. And afterwards they asked me if I wanted to play rhythm guitar. And I'm like, I, I don't really play guitar guys. I'm like, dude's like, dude, they're easy. And I was like, okay, I'll try. You know, I was like, I'll give it a solid effort. Yeah. And yeah, I got bitten. Like the group, like obviously like I'm geeked about the group, like totally excited. Yeah. But like at this point, if the group disappeared, it wouldn't stop me anymore. No, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where like, why do I like playing guitar at this point? I don't know anymore. It's a, I can give my reasons. It's a creative outlet. It's an expression of myself. I can do it on my own, you know, but I don't know why I like it. You just do. That's just, yeah, no, it makes... I mean, there's a bunch of other things that come with it, but I think that even outside of that now, the same thing with skateboarding, um, but identity and group and all that, that help you. I definitely think that there's a purpose for all that that helps you. Um, it's just like the competitive nature of athletics. It helps you express your best self. You know, if you have a group supporting you, if you have, you know, somehow... I attached your identity to the pendulum of that group. You know, you can benefit in ways as long as if I think if you're conscious of it, because anytime you attach yourself or identify yourself with anything, you will suffer from it because you identify with it. Like I know that I identify as a father and I know that I'm going to suffer from it because every time my kid skins his knee, I freaking hurt. Right but I identify as a father. If I didn't identify as a father, like I wouldn't care. Right. And so if I, you know, want to identify as a skateboarder and, you know, um, COVID-19 hits and they fill the skate park with sand, which actually happened in California. Um, I'm going to be hurt because you filled my skate park with sand. You know, you just gotta go, you just gotta go back to the old school. Oh, they'll dig it out. They dug it. I guarantee you the skaters are DIY. They'll just dig that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember um, I went up to my my wife and I went up to the Pacific Northwest and uh, went and stayed at a buddy's house. And, you know, they had a, a skate park in their, in this neighborhood. And they had, like, blocked everything off. They, you know, they chained it. They put a fence up, chained it, put barbed wire on the top so kids wouldn't be able to crawl up over and it's like you go find go find anywhere, you know, go find where the where the chain link you know ends because they didn't you know they didn't do a great job of butting making sure everything was nice and tight. Yeah, the corner folded up. Kids, you can see kids have gone. There were kids in there. Yeah, skateboarding. It's like can't you can't stop it. it oh, just, when I was a kid, it. I got a ticket for skating in a skate park um, prior to it opening. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but that's funny. You know. Wow, that's crazy. It's it's a uh, it's just crazy, man. And I think anytime, if, especially right now, um, it is so important to you know. Hold on one stop second. With the labels. Yeah, because I was I keep I was like I didn't feel like the skate park being filled with sand was a good enough hurt on the skater identity 
I think it yeah. would be it, it would be more if like there was a girl you liked and then she was like, I don't date skaters. That would fucking sting, right? Right. That's more where like identifying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then you could yeah. tell her, well, I just ride a skateboard. I don't identify as one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that makes, yeah, it makes sense. And it's, it, that is, that, that's, that's pretty good. I feel, but like the, you look at that, you look at the, at the label and you look at, you know, where does that, where does that hurt come from? You know, where does that, you know, the shame, the shame of being a skateboarder come from? Where does shame come from? Self-doubt? Shame is you put shame on yourself. Yeah, but I, I'm not, I don't have, I don't feel like I have shame. I'm trying, no, 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 I'm no, having no. a hard time it's to follow. Just, when you look at it, like when you're, when you're thinking about like, about, um, you know, you, you know, like the late, like the whole like skateboarder label, people having like negative connotations. And then you, yeah. Yeah, you want to, you go down the wall, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I skateboard and, you know, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm being hurt by it. And it's like, well, who's hurting you by it? If, yeah, okay. The, besides the girl who says, I'm not going to date you because you're a skateboarder. Yeah. All right, cool, whatever. But like, um, you have that at like the, and that, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time since I've been around like a hard, hardcore skateboarder. But like, you know, when I was around a few of them, you know, it was like, yeah, I just think I'm trashing them skateboarders. Like, no, no, they think you're a knucklehead because you're a knucklehead, but they don't think you're trash because you're a skateboarder. That's you. You're putting that shame on yourself. Yeah. You're just doing Yeah. Cause I was, I mean, okay. Now I get, it was hard for me for a while there. I was trying to follow you, but I, cause I was like, I don't really, I like, I liked the, I enjoyed the, the rebellious nature of the skateboarder yeah. identity, you know, like it was cool. It was cooler to be, uh, I don't know, a piece of shit, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but it's not there anymore. And I'm, and I'm overcoming a lot of that by watching, uh, the kids nowadays, man, you watch any of the new skaters out there. Oh, and they're yeah. fucking happy and they're, yeah. they're doing amazing stuff and they're not worried about slaying any dragons. No, no. And there's like, it's like, um, they brought, there's like a whole new, cause you, you, you get like the, you know, you get the, 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 the guys, the girls who skated when they were younger and then they, you know, they've kept that passion and they've gone into, They've gone to like like sports science, sports medicine, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they've 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 actually taken um, you know the science behind you know the performance you know performance based science whatever, and they've started to apply it to you know skateboarding and and uh, and snowboarding and stuff like that. Like I remember, like what was it? I can't remember what Olympics it was, but it was Sean White when he was doing when he went to the half pipe went down. And then he did like the went up on the I can't remember the name of the trick, but it's like a gets like you know you you go as high as you can, and then you do like a like a three sixty, and then you come back down. It's yeah, it's more than a three sixty. He's doing some. He's the flying tomato. 
he yeah, exactly. Does all kinds but of crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't know which think, one you're talking about. Oh, you yeah. think it, you think about you think about where like skating started. You know what what is that the the um what's that movie the Lords of Lords of Dogtown? Yeah, right to where it is now, and like you can actually. I watched a random a random video. Um, there's some some uh, some scientists or some sports whatever people somewhere in California. They were actually like developed like trying to. They're working with skateboarders to become, you know, more you know, to better be able to better use their energy in order to you know it's kind of like. How to, you know, it's it's like they're taking the uh, a more analytical scientific approach to to skateboarding and making you know to help them be better com- to be better better competitors. competitors yeah because competition right. in skateboarding is really big now they'll be in the Olympics Dude. this year yeah yeah um and which is which is super as long as they don't try and pull the same shit again and say no more no wrestling in the summer Olympics then I would have a huge issue with skateboarding being in the summer olympics because you can't you can't take out wrestling it's one of the originals but anyway oh yeah i agree i would who would want to take wrestling out of the summer olympics they did i think uh because they're it's in japan this year right i think it was like 2016 or 20 2016 or 2020 they actually had said there's not going to be wrestling for because they brought in another sport but of course, you know everybody in the in the community is like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't you worry would about that. That wouldn't make any sense. That's like, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna do the torch ceremony anymore. Well, they might not because of the the, the COVID, you know. Oh yeah, that know. Delta first. I, d- I doubt it. I think they'll do it, but it's no. It was just it's su- it was just super interesting to watch that, and it's like you know they were talking with the with the people like, why are you into this? Well, because I did it as a as a youngster. And, you know, I just kind of, I've, I've never left it. I wanted to, but, you know, I went through my, got, you know, got all the education in the world, learned how to do this kind of stuff. And I brought it back because I want to make the community even better. Make it, you know, make skateboards even better. Thought I've had to do the safety and stuff like that too. Yeah. But I mean, at the same, you got to, as you, as you bump up the safety, you, you take away ability to, to do something. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was super, super interesting. That's it's, awesome. It's funny though, because they were talking about the, um, they were talking about, you know, just the, the attitude behind it and, you know, what people, you know, people were thinking skateboarders, are, you know, just going around causing all sorts of trouble. And I'm like, as watching, I'm like, yeah, I remember, I remember a lot of times, um, you know, being, go hang out with my friends, you know, did go, do their skateboarding. I'd ride a bike or rollerblades or something like that. And you'd have some angry guy come out of his office from across the street and try and chase us off. And, and it's like, dude, get out of here. Nothing's going on. Nobody I'm does that anymore. Me. But in my, but in the back of my mind, I'm like wanting it to happen so that yeah. I could be the grown up that says no, but I don't know. I'm getting over it. I think you are too. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's so it's like it's just so crazy, man. It, it's 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 interesting stuff, though. No, I, it'll be interesting to see to see where it goes, though. Dude, Seth, this you have helped me so much in this conversation, and this yeah. was definitely like a banger episode that I 
yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to just because I know it's, I don't know. I just got, you know, the whole process of being able to talk it out with you. It's been, it, I, I'm truly, truly, I am grateful. Thank you for no, for all your time and effort. It's, it's so, yeah. I mean, you know, a quick, a quick, uh, you know, story as to why, you know, what kind of, where I got with how got, what got me to this stuff. Like I overheard, uh, I was watching a TV show one time and there was a line, uh, the guy says, you know, if you, if you meet an asshole today, you've met an asshole, but if you continue <laughs> to meet assholes or you just seem to always meet them, maybe you need to take a look at yourself. Maybe take a look in the mirror and try and figure that out. And then, you know, and I was brought in, you know, a lot of this stuff I, you know, I'd, I'd gone over, you know, you learn it through various jobs, learn it through, I mean, a lot of things that, you know, kind of have helped me, um, you know, when it comes to like dealing with people and learning how to like look at yourself was working with, um, working with kids, working with, you know, and I hate the, I hate the term troubled kids, at risk youth. All that was me at risk youth. Well, every kid, every kid is at risk. It doesn't matter. Like you could be, you could have a kid in like the, you know, like the greatest neighborhood in the world, having all sorts of opportunities. They're always at risk of, you know, going, making a bad decision. Every kid, everybody. But if you want to, you really want to, you know, will really kind of help me. And with not going absolutely crazy and not putting a kid through a wall was to one stop looking at them as the label as a troubled kid and as me the obstacle. As a, yeah, as the yeah, as the kid as the obstacle and me as the person to overcome it and looking at them as a kid who is just trying to feel safe, just trying to feel loved, just trying to be feel like they can hey, I can be and when I thought of it like that. It brought down a lot of like the, a lot of the demeanor that I had. Cause I came in, I came into it like shortly after I got out of the Marine Corps and it was a lot of the, you know, snap and, you know, knife hand kind of stuff. And like, you do that, you do that to a, you do that to a kid, you know, like a street kid or kids coming from like a, a rough area. Yeah. You're not going to get the response. The you, want. you The response you think you're going to get, you're going to get a fight right back. And it, that's just how they, how it is. But you start to say, hey, that's a human being, a young human being, man, child, that is scared out of their mind, that sees you and all they associate with somebody like you is condescension, punishment, pain, suffering, all this kind of stuff. And if you just approach and be like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? talk to him like a human being. Yeah. Treat him like a human being. You get, it might take a bit or it may not, it may not happen, but it's not about you. It's about them. Um, you get the response back and then you start to realize like, Hey, I'm in this world too. They're in this world with me. We, can make it a little bit better for for a period of time for both of us if we just keep it at that we just keep it at the human level and we strip the you know we 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 just think of it as as like that we're just two human beings being humans in a world of humans 
and you're not a little punk kid who steals from me and blah, blah, you know, back talks. And I'm not just some adult trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm going to tell you, Hey, no, you can't. No, you can't start fires and you probably shouldn't call your mom a bitch when she doesn't give you a thousand dollars to go to your buddy's house for a weekend. Probably shouldn't do that. But you know, you just, it's just been, it's been so, it's been interesting. And then you take a look and then I take a look at myself and I'm like, okay, maybe that situation was terrible because I kind of set it up to be terrible because I came into it thinking I'm going to, thinking it's going to be a fight. And well, guess what, Seth, you got it. You were right. And you, that's, that's on you. I don't know. It's, it's interesting stuff though, man. And it's, it's, um, and it, and it's not so, and it's, uh, and it's very and it's reciprocated. I learned a lot from you too, thinking like, hey, you know, it's not as simple as I think it is. Yeah. And that's where we that's where we talk about it. We bounce things back and forth. And I mean you could do the what if situations. Oh yeah. Time, but really, yeah. But really it's like it's like, okay, it's not that complicated. And it's also uh it's a little more complicated than then, you know, hey, just look at somebody as a human being. Because there's uh, obviously there's you only control half of the equation. Yeah. The other person controls the other half. It's 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 definitely it's not it's, it's never it's not a one sided thing. Well, it's all it's, about controlling. Have, yeah. Controlling your half. Yeah. And that's all you can do. Seth, thank that's you so you much. Can do. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Man. We'll have to. Yeah, have we'll to definitely do this do again. again. Check out Seth's Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes. Yep. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Hmm. How should I put it? Some people say we have a soul that goes on living when we are dead, but I don't believe this. And yet, I'm certain, beyond all doubt, that through certain experiences, we can develop a very fine substance in ourselves. When we die, this substance does not die at the same time, but much later.